0: Today's episode is sponsored by Ava. Stop missing hot leads when you're out with a client or spending time with friends and family. Ava is a professional inside sales team and will respond to and nurture leads 24-7. And you step back in when the leads are ready to talk to an agent. Visit rerod.com forward slash Ava to learn more. Again, that's rerod.com forward slash A-I-V-A. Looking to take you and your real estate business to the next level? You're in the right place. Laying foundations for real estate success? This is the no fluff, no BS podcast about real estate for real estate agents and other industry professionals looking to up their game. Unfiltered short form sales meetings, interviews with agents from every walk of life, and ramble sessions about everything real estate. Welcome to a new mindset. You are listening to Reraw. And now, introducing your host, James Haw. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to another weekly sales meeting here on Reraw. I hope you're coming off of an amazing, successful, chaotic, for all the right reasons kind of weekend. We are back in action. And on the clock so we're not going to waste any time, let's talk about our subject today. How do you handle a market with low inventory? How do you handle How do you handle your buyers when you have a lack of inventory to show them? How do you overcome that? This actually should never be a problem. We're going to talk about how to create opportunity in a low inventory market and how you can stand out to your clients and prospects during low inventory times you know this topic is pretty near and dear to my heart and the reason is because if you listen to episode zero back in the corporate world i was always dealing with inventory issues and you know there's a blessing a blessing and a curse to that when you're dealing with inventory issues i guess it's nice when you've outsold the inventory because no manufacturer wants to be sitting on a surplus that conversation can happen another day, but the uh, you never want to have that surplus in the manufacturing side. But from a sales rep perspective, when you outsell the inventory, now you've limited your ability to make commissionable sales because you can't make commission on product that never ships. When I got into real estate, I promised myself I would never, ever complain about the inventory or lack thereof. And the reason is because I feel like we as real estate agents have an obligation to bring that inventory to market. We have a responsibility to identify prospective home sellers that are ready to go but just have not put their house on the market yet and to marry them up with the appropriate buyer or to get them on the market. Now, here's something I've always found interesting in real estate is how much money people will invest in their listing but how little money people will invest in their buyer. See, your listings, you, you go after the listings because they're the crown jewel, right? Like the, everybody wants the listings. Business breeds business. Having the sign in the ground is marketing. Like it's all good. I totally get that. And I, I, I do the same. I spend a lot more money on the listings, right? But I always tell the buyers I work with, when we can't find something on the market, don't worry because I never ever limit my buyers to what is available on the MLS. Think about how powerful that is. Don't limit your buyers to only the inventory that's available on the MLS and watch your business just open up. See, it's a really low risk when you have a buyer to leverage them into finding a listing. You've all heard of the buyer letters, right? You send out the letter. Oh, I have a buyer. Most people who send out these letters don't actually have a buyer. So you can imagine how powerful they are when you do have a buyer. Dear homeowner, I have a buyer looking for a property in your neighborhood. Yes, it's a real buyer. Yes, they're pre-qualified, ready, willing, and able to pay fair market value for an amazing home right in your neighborhood. Give me a call. If you already have an agent, please pass them this letter and tell them to call me because, again, it's a real buyer. So the first thing that you can do is send out letters. You can cold call whatever information you've got available to you. You can prospect on listings or on houses rather that very specifically meet the exact criteria that your buyer is looking for. And here's what's great. Some of you are thinking to yourself, I don't have a buyer. What if you don't have a buyer? Well, That's great if you have a buyer, but what if you don't have a buyer? No problem. This is what's amazing about this business. How many times have you sat at your at your uh, broker meetings or you've got maybe a board in your office that has buyer needs and wants? Some of you have like the intranet on your, uh, at your brokerage and they may have an opportunity for agents to talk about their upcoming listings or, or needs and wants. Or Facebook groups. You ever seen the, the, pocket, the pocket groups on Facebook or the buyer needs and wants on Facebook groups? I mean, they're, they're everywhere. Broker previews. There's usually a time during broker previews or broker caravans where, where people, before they go out, they talk about the, the buyer needs that they have. Folks, there's so many opportunities for you to find out what agents have that they're just not willing to spend money on and leverage the other agent's buyer to go find yourself a listing. Dear homeowner, I have contact with an agent who has a buyer specifically looking in your neighborhood. I emphasize that this is not my buyer. I am looking to represent you on the sale of your home. The agent has asked me to reach out because I specialize in identifying and bringing off-market opportunities to agents and buyers that are struggling to find homes that are active on the MLS. Yes, it's a real buyer. Here's my info. Please give me a call. Folks, it's so amazing when you have the opportunity to leverage somebody else's buyer because that's free. You don't ever have to have your own client to be able to send out a buyer letter. But you can leverage somebody else's buyer to go find and create inventory. And then undoubtedly, you'll get a phone call and somebody will say, well, what happens if this buyer doesn't work out? Simple. You know what? There's no bait and switch. Like I said, this is a real buyer and I would love for it to work out. But That's a great question because not every buyer ends up purchasing the house that we show to them. That's why we haven't been able to place them yet. But in the event that the house is not going to sell to this one particular buyer, you, the homeowner, have a couple of options. You can either choose not to sell your house at all. You can select to interview agents. Or if you like the approach I've taken, then I'd like to interview more seriously about bringing your house to full market and talking about what I can offer and how I can represent and list your house for sale, bring it to the MLS. Well, what if we can't find a house, James? No problem. You might have noticed the, uh, the letters that I send out on behalf of my buyers. I could do the same for you. It's amazing what a showstopper these types of letters can be. And to show that you have the creative mind gives you the ability to not only leverage that as a, as a special service or an additional value that you offer, but it also gives you something to leverage to create more inventory. I don't know the exact percentage, so I'm not going to pretend to give you one. But, you know, how many houses do you actually have to show a buyer before they write an offer or find the exact right one? What's nice is if you target a community that you know the buyer is interested in and you get one of the few floor plans that they might actually be interested in. Then it just comes down to price and amenity, right? If they like the upgrades, if it fits their budget, if they don't have too much work to do to it or whatever, right? So now you, you end up very specifically targeting just the houses that your buyer might be interested in the most. And you're probably going to reduce the amount of homes that you actually have to show them because you already know what they're looking for. You literally could shop for a very specific floor plan. I've leveraged somebody else's buyer, and this, this is, just cracks me up every time I think about it. I leveraged somebody else's buyer who told me they were looking for a very specific floor plan. They wanted one of two floor plans out of three in a very small and very specific community in South Orange County. I looked it up. There were a total of 40 homes in the entire community. 40, four, zero. Think about that. So this agent wanted to find one of two floor plans in a community that they only had 40 homes and they were sitting at broker preview talking about how they could not find a house that meets their buyer's need. I'm not joking. I sent out 26 letters and I got two people that called me. Both matched the buyer needs and we showed them the house and then we showed them the other house. And they made their offer, and we closed the deal. It's amazing to me, though, that agent never thought I could go bang on those doors, I could send them a letter, I could call them on the phone. Very, very, very specific criteria. So talk to other agents if you don't have a buyer and ask them specifically what is your buyer looking for. Get as specific as possible so that I can actually target this. Are they qualified? Yes, they are. Great, I'm going to leverage that buyer and... Turn it into an opportunity for me. Now, some of you are asking, James, what if I'm leveraging somebody else's buyer? I don't have a buyer myself. And then I get a call off of my letter and the seller already has an agent. That's a great question. But you know what? I've got an answer for that one, too, because I've done it. No problem. Seller calls you up, says, hey, uh, I understand that this may not be your buyer, but I already have an agent. I know this might put you in a bit of a precarious spot. Not sure how we move forward from here or, you know, whatever, but I'm not interested in paying you a commission because my brother is an agent. We're going to have him represent us, whatever. Oh, no problem, Mr. Seller. Well, let me do this. Let me uh, let me get your agent's contact information. I'm going to give them a call. Typically, in a in a circumstance like this, I would just ask for a referral fee, you know, to syndicate the deal, connect the dots, and and bring all the parties together. And then the seller goes, "Oh, it's a great idea, awesome," and they connect the dots. And then what you do is you can ask for whatever referral fee you like to charge from one agent or the other agent, or you can tell both agents that you are taking a referral fee, but you're going to have them split it. You know, so hypothetically, if you did a, let's say for easy math, if you did like a 30% referral fee, you might say, well, you pay me 15, I'll have the other agent pay me 15 and we'll call it a day. You know, so there there's plenty of ways that you can do this. You know, you can also go after, let's see, if you have a buyer, let me think of other things that you can do. If you have a buyer, you can actually go uh, look at expired listings. A lot of people don't tap into the expired listings. I'm going to call, Hi. I know your house expired on the MLS and I'm calling you because I actually have a real buyer. Yes, it's a real buyer. No, you don't have to list the house on the MLS and bring it back to active market. I just want to show this one specific buyer your house. Can we do a single party compensation agreement for that? So folks, get creative. Start thinking about this because if you are struggling in your business because of the lack of inventory, then you're not hunting enough for more inventory. Whether you have a buyer to leverage or you need to leverage somebody else's does not matter. You can always be finding more houses to sell. Seller doesn't have a place to move. No problem. Take that seller's information, find out what they want to buy, and then go find them a listing. Agents go out of business when inventory is low because they limit themselves and their buyers to what is on the actual market. Gary Player, famous golfer, If you've never heard of him, look him up. He says, the harder you work, the luckier you get. The harder you work, the luckier you get. So go work. Go work harder. Go find the inventory. It's out there. It may not be on the market yet, but it's out there. So now the big question is, is how many of you are going to go out there and take action? How many of you are going to make the choice today to stop using Low inventory as an excuse for your lack of business. Folks, you are tuning in to our weekly sales meetings here on RERAW and we are wrapping things up. Thank you so much for being here. For the rest of this week, I want to encourage you to shift your mindset, shift your perspective, look at this market differently because there is never a lack of inventory. There may be a lack of active listings on the MLS, but the inventory is always there. It's your job to go find it. The stuff on the MLS is the easy stuff. That's the low-hanging fruit. Everything else just needs it just needs you, just waiting for you to send the letter, waiting for you to make the phone call, waiting for you to bang on the door and provide something of value, maybe a buyer. So the question is, is how many of you are going to get off your butt and start leveraging those opportunities and creating the inventory, exposing the opportunities, and bringing more deals together for you and your clients. Folks, my name's James Hoff. I am your host of ReRaw. This is our weekly sales meeting. Remember something, real agents work and you need to be one of them. Have the best week ever. Get off your butt and go do something and I will see you at the next sales meeting. Hey everyone, James Hoff, your host of RERAW. As you probably already know, listing leads are the crown jewel for agents. There's an old saying that says those who hold the listings have everyone else working for them. Hence why listing leads are so valuable. But... The acquisition cost for a listing lead is far more expensive than a potential buyer, and sadly, these leads are rarely exclusive to just one agent. Fortunately, Offers.com has all of us covered. I personally use them to target likely to list homes, and what's best is that my territory and the leads in it are mine exclusively. Offers.com is leading the way in predictive analytics for real estate. Not only do they verify high-quality leads, but they have exceptional tools to help you with your follow-up and nurturing by providing you things like market reports or hand-addressed letters that can also be sent to your prospects, to name just a couple. The strategic approach Offers.com has to identifying prospective home sellers takes a lot of the guesswork out of who you should be targeting for your next listing. If you're looking for listing leads and you're tired of paying for a shared lead, contact Offers.com today and see what they're all about. You can actually set up a demo with my personal rep by visiting www.reraw.com forward slash O-F-F-R-S. That's www.rerod.com forward slash offers. One last time, that's rerod.com forward slash OFFRS.